Welcome back to another episode on the Reclaim Your Power podcast. You are in a safe space for all intuitive empaths, healers, highly sensitive beings to gather and express themselves and discuss everything from spirituality, natural health and wellness, anxiety, and so much more. So get comfy. I hope you're ready for today's discussion. It is something near and dear to my heart, and we have a very, very special guest today. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome back, everyone. I have a very special guest for you today. We have Andrew here, and we actually met on Instagram. We've never met in person yet, but uh, he's a really, really awesome person, and I can't wait to hear his insight on this topic of sound healing today. So... Without further ado, Andrew, if you want to introduce yourself, give us like a fun fact about you. Hello, hello. I'm excited and very grateful to be here. Um, yeah, so my name is Andrew. And yeah, I uh, we uh, connected on Instagram through, um, so I have two, I create music um, through Andy Tulip. And then I also create like spiritual uh content and advice and things like that on tiktok and also instagram with authentically andrew so we kind of connected through first the music one and then this one so that's kind of what i do yeah it's awesome and i'll leave andrew's all his like instagram information and his tiktok in the episode description for anyone who wants to follow him But yeah, so today we are talking about sound healing, which I'm really, really excited about because like Andrew said, he's interested in music, he makes music, and I've always been super interested in music as well. I sing in my free time, but I don't really like share that with other people, Um, but over the past like six months, I've really gotten into singing bowls and like hertz frequencies and binaural beats and lots of other things but yeah so I guess my first question for you is when did you kind of get started with music and what kind of sparked your interest with that mm-hmm. yeah so um I first well interesting first I got started <laughs> the first time I tried was when I was like 10 um, I tried creating something, but I didn't. I thought I wasn't good enough, so I stopped. And then for years, I didn't. Ma- yeah, for years, I didn't make anything again. Um, and then, but I was when I was younger, I always like kind of like just was always like into music and was kind of freestyling over songs, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. then I'd say around seventeen um, is when I like got into music after hearing one of my one of my friends. Um, was performing at a music festival and he had a speech in which he kind of like inspired um i don't know it like had that awakening within me of like um pretty much he said no matter who it is you aspire to be or who it is you're looking to be whether it's a writer musician photographer whoever it is that you should just go for it you know that Mm -hmm. it's that it's all possible and that's just like well i might as well I've always loved music. Let me just go for it. And that's kind of how it started for me. Yeah, I love that a lot. And 
for everyone who's never like listened to Andrew's music, he has some pretty powerful songs out there Thank that you. are really, really positive and like super uplifting. And I'll put those down below too. Um, but yeah, I love that. And like kind of what you said about almost like just seeing like your your reflection in others is such a powerful like concept and I think the more you like become a more aware of that the more you'll start to get those like sync I can't say the word <laughs> synchronicities whatever Synchro- uh, yeah, synchronicity <laughs> yeah the more you'll get those like the more you become aware that we're all like reflections the more that you'll see that in your everyday life so mm-hmm. I love that you brought that up <clears throat> yeah and kind of like I guess what what's your experience with sound healing? So music can be like a powerful sound healing technique, but people usually don't um, think of music as something to kind of facilitate healing. A lot of people do, but there is some people who just think as music as like background noise kind of. Um, So what like what's your experience with sound healing? Like, do you use sound healing in your music? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so. To be honest, that's something I've been looking to get more into specifically with expanding upon in terms of, I know, um, like there's various instruments like singing bowls and Mm -hmm. hand pans that are tuned to specific frequencies that are meant to hear like gongs too that are meant to like heal. Um, Like sometimes there's like sound baths. I don't know if you've been to one of those. No, um, but I would love to join one one day. They seem like super great. Yeah, they're they're amazing. They they're so uh, blissful. They, uh, Wait, you've been would, you've been to one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to one, and it was it was amazing. Like it was for like an hour, and I was just like laying down there, and it, yeah, it was amazing. That sounds awesome. Where was it at? Uh, it was at this uh this kind of like I guess you call it like a. I don't know, conscious events called Breathe mm. um, in Indiana. It, it, it's the main thing with it is slacklining, but it's like there's classes on like yoga and Reiki and like people do Reiki healings there and like different sound, like the sound bath and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff is there. So it's awesome. No, that sounds really awesome. Yeah, but um, that... Uh, that's something I'm definitely looking to expand into. My experience hasn't been too much besides like in my music, what I do is I recently, um, I was started to convert it into like 432 Hertz, which is, um, like how, what I, from what I researched, that's how music used to be like tuned to that frequency, uh, back when like classical, when composers were composing like classical music and mm-hmm. even before so like ancient music was all in that and at some point um i don't know what ha- i don't know exactly what happened but somebody decided to change it to to a different frequency and so m- my intention is to bring back kind of those like the the healing frequencies and bring bring back um the i guess the in addition to like expanding upon others' healing frequencies, it's also to bring back just all music to the 432 uh, base, I guess you could say. 
Yeah, I love that a lot. And like I said before, like I've listened to um sorry if you hear a dog. <laughs> oh no, I'm good. Like I said before, I listened to um some of your songs and they are like super like uplifting and everything. Mm-hmm. Um what can you kind of explain Oh dang. Look at that. <laughs> There's a dog again. Can you kind of explain what hurts are and like how how they kind of um like how they work with our bodies yeah yeah for sure um so hurts uh you can see it as okay i'll I'll do my best here but hurts is like (laughs) freak frequency or like um i guess from when i was uh learning about this or like if if you look at like i don't know what science classes but in some they you know like it's like um so sound travels like I guess in a wave you could see it mm-hmm. and it's pretty much the rate at which um the sound vibrates at okay. you can say it like that so the 440 will vibrate at a different rate and as opposed to like 432 or 528 mm-hmm. um and it's kind of interesting too because um like they call like like emotions will also you know vibrate at different frequencies and stuff and they i think they call it's either 528 or the 639 hertz they call it like the love frequency so Mm -hmm. it's like it's very interesting because yeah it goes it goes deep for sure that is honestly i really i kind of knew already that emotions like have their own frequency but i never really like thought about the fact that they kind of like emit their own like like wavelength I guess because Mm -hmm. I actually just recorded a video for this like free five-day challenge I'm doing and I was talking Mm -hmm. about the fact that our emotions and our feelings actually have their own energetic like field and Mm -hmm. you can almost like picture your emotions and your feelings as a whole separate like entity from you Um, and that can kind of like reframe the way that you like look about look at how you feel and how you think because we get so attached to that and I just thought that was really interesting that you brought that up because I don't think a lot of people understand how powerful our thoughts and our emotions actually are like they literally send out like some frequency into the into your reality and that's like Mm -hmm. it can be it can either like really hurt you or really benefit you yeah that's so true and that's that's why I think it's the whole idea with like sound too is so important because it's like well same idea like you know the the music is almost like you know uh or like the what music you listen to or or uh whether frequency all of it's kind of like attuning you to a certain state of being which is then affecting like you and your life which is mm-hmm. really yeah, yeah that's really true and i can attest to that because if you ever notice like when you listen to certain songs it definitely puts you in that state of mind so i don't know i don't know if you're familiar with uh ghost main the artist but he his music is very dark and it's very Uh like like associated with like um i don't really like to say like the devil because i don't really i i don't really like think 
when I say devil, I feel like people think like I'm referring to like the Christ the Christian devil, like this like guy with two horns. But yeah, I don't know. The devil could really be like anything. At the end of the day, it's kind of just mm. a symbol for like evil in a way or mm. like negativity. But yeah, his music is very focused on that. And I used to listen to it occasionally, like literally not that long ago, um, because I. I've always been drawn to like rock music and like that kind of music. And he's kind of like in that arena, but his music always made me feel very um, closed in and kind of, it put me in this headspace where I was almost like in a panic. So Mm. yeah, like it had a good beat. It had a good like flow or whatever, but you really have to be mindful of the artists that you're listening to because you know, most music, like most musicians know what they're doing and they know how to get people's attention and they know how to draw you in. So he, Mm. he himself is attracting a certain type of person. And I just like, after a while, I was just like, I don't like connect with this anymore. I don't like how it's making me feel. But then when I listened to like, I'm trying to think of someone else that I listened to, like I found this guy recently who he I'm pretty sure his genre is like rock but he sings a lot of like blues stuff his name is Gary Mm. Clark Jr and I Mm. just like listening to his music like literally makes me just want to like get up and dance and like smile and yeah yeah, that's like I just think it's important to like be mindful of who you're listening to because it's not just music it's it it's literally affecting your physical and your mental health yeah, that's uh, thank you for sharing that from your like, you know, from your own experience, because I'm sure and I'm sure those listening will um, relate to it, too. Like just thinking about, you know, what how you how one feels when listening to different literally, literally how certain songs will get you into different state of, states of being how you just described. I can definitely relate to that, too, from my own experience. Yeah. And another thing is like when I was going through like some really dark phases in my life, I would deliberately put on sad music. And this is I don't Mm. know what like the phenomenon is with being sad and wanting to listen to sad music. But for Mm -hmm. some reason, like as humans, when we're depressed or like if we're in some type of funk, like for some reason, we want to listen to sad music Mm -hmm. to almost Mm -hmm. like accentuate that feeling. I don't know if that's like some weird thing that all humans do, but I remember I would always do that and it would, I, I didn't realize how much it was actually affecting me and how much it was making me feel worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now, yeah. now looking back, I'm like, wow, like a lot of the things that I was doing was contributing and kind of intensifying those really like dark emotions. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think with with um, with sad music, with that kind of music too. It, well, it's all behind. Uh, I guess even maybe the awareness behind listening. Mm-hmm. So, like, if if so, for example, if someone can listen to kind. Of, so, going off of what you said about like you know, uh, amplifying the emotion. Mm-hmm. Or like going more into that state. So if someone can listen to that kind of song and find, you know, some kind of clarity or insight or something 
about maybe their situation, then I'd say that's like, you know, that's different from having the intention to more so fall, you know, fall into that state of being. Um, so I guess that that's just another thing that came up for me or that I thought of was just to have, you know, um, I guess just being, uh, when listening, just to have that sense of awareness of like, in general, like what, uh, what, what, well, first of all, yeah, how we were saying, how is this music making you feel or how is this sound or frequency or whatever you're listening to making me feel, but then also like, um, how is this, I guess, I don't know how, to, how is this, uh, how is it like uh, portraying in your life kind of? Yeah. Or like what kind of message am I, re- oh, am I receiving any messages or signs from the mm. song as well? I think because I think that that's big too. Is sometimes um, in terms of yeah, of course not as much as regular sound with no lyrics. But if you're looking at like uh, just music in general, there a lot of times we'll hear some song that there's a sign or message like right at the time we needed to hear it. Yeah, and I think everything happens in divine timing, so nothing is ever really <laughs> a mistake, and. Mm. I was talking to my boyfriend. Well, I always say this, that I I place meaning on everything. And I think, like, everything is a divine, like, message. And everything, mm-hmm. like, means something. And he's like, not mm-hmm. everything, like, means something. Not everything's that deep. And I'm just <laughs> like, it is, though. Like, and I, yeah. it's really how you look at it, though. Because if mm-hmm. you think that there's not a message in everything, then you're not going to get a message out of, a lot in your life but if you think like everything's here to serve you then you can definitely get insight on literally just about anything that you experience in your life yeah i yeah definitely agreed yeah however there's a, the quote um uh i forgot who said it change the way you look at things and the things you look at change mm, yeah, yeah that's a good one yeah yeah so kind of for anyone listening kind of the next time you are you have a song playing or you're trying to like pick out a song to listen to just like become aware of how it's making you feel and then see if you can pick any like advice or any like insights out of the song because I bet you any money that you'll be able to and you'll your perception of that song will change after like you kind of become aware of those things so yeah, this is a really good talk so far. I have just a couple more questions. Um, yeah, yeah. What do you think it's possible to experience some type of spiritual awakening from sound healing or just music in general? Huh. Uh, yeah, I definitely I actually was talking um, with some friends about this yesterday, how how for me, um, well, for well, with the, a friend specifically brought it up, but she said like how music was literally um, kind of like the awakening journey, really for her, and then for me mm-hmm. too. I felt that, and I don't know if are you familiar with this uh, artist Trevor Hall? No, I don't think I've ever heard his music. So yeah, but so he's a Trevor Hall. Um, he uh, I don't he's like a singer songwriter. Um, yeah definitely has also very like very spiritual very like um 
uh, healing music mm-hmm. type that kind of thing. Um, but he, I think he shared that like you know his music, musical journey was like his awakening. So I think, um, but so I think. So are you asking? So definitely from the create creators point of view because it's literally um, there's something else too like with like writing. Um, there's some kind of form of some I, I, somewhere I heard that there was some kind of form of like enlightenment through writing specifically. Mm. So like in a sense like the creator's journey through music or or poetry or, or artistic expression I think can definitely be an awakening. And then I think through the the viewer or the listener also because it's like, well, when the creator awakens something within them, then the listener, the viewer taps into that same place too. And also if we're talking about like sound frequencies, like, um, you know, like the binaural beats and uh, 432, 528, Mm -hmm. they literally, I know they like heal and align chakras. So like the energy, so the energy is aligned. So I would say... (laughs) And always, yes, definitely. Yeah, that that is really, really powerful. And I think, like, what you said about the person creating it, like, if they experience an awakening, it can kind of, like, facilitate that in someone else. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's really a really good point. Because I think people overlook, like, the abilities that sound can have, like, on healing in our bodies. A quick little intermission on the episode because I wanted to let all you beautiful beings know that I actually have a private membership group on Facebook and I post monthly sound healing videos. So these are so, so potent and powerful and I really put a lot of heart and intention into these videos to really facilitate healing within you and, you know, relieve stress, relieve anxiety. Along with the sound healing videos, I post monthly yoga videos, I share resources, tools, recipes, videos that I don't really share anywhere else. So it's very exclusive. It's a very intimate space and group for empaths to come together and get immediate support right now so if this sounds like something you would love to be a part of definitely check out the link in the episode description look over it a little more and sign up and i'm currently offering a discounted monthly energy exchange of $22 a month. So if you sign up today, you will get that discount and for the next week or so. But yeah, I just, I really love this space and the resources I give are super amazing and super helpful along your journey as an empath and a spiritual being. So definitely go check out that link and it's kind of a come and go as you please. So if you just want to try it out for one month, um, you can just pay the $22 energy exchange and test out the waters and see how you feel. But I guarantee you'll want to stay more than one month. (laughs) But anyway, back to the episode. 
I'm sure some of you listening have heard of how they will place water um, like near some kind of like sound or near a song and the water like will literally create some kind of like vibration and pattern from that like sound and also sound healing how it works is it it like synchronizes our brain waves with whatever you're listening mm-hmm. to so if you're listening to someone playing a singing bowl your brain will start to sync up with that sound and that's how it kind of like facilitates that healing so I work a lot with sound healing I work with my clients um with sound healing I do a lot of vocal toning and I work with like the bijas or um, they're called sound seed sounds for the chakra. Oh. So there's one specific. Yeah, you know about yeah, that. Yeah, those are awesome. <laughs> yeah. So each chakra has a different sound associated with it. So the most popular is Om and that's for your um, your crown chakra. So that um, chanting that over and over again will activate that chakra. So that's kind of how it works. But I, I really do love um, vocal toning and it's literally just the act of um, kind of creating a tone with your voice and almost chanting it like like the the seed sounds for the chakras. But yeah, so I guess um, my I was going to ask like what what uh, how would you say like people should get started with sound healing or like can you recommend um any people who facilitate sound healing or any like artist mm-hmm. um but you said that Trevor Hall guy mm-hmm. um i i listened to a a girl by the name of she goes by activation vibration oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah her name is heather yeah. though, i'm pretty sure and her music is like phenomenal yeah, like definitely. i feel so great after listening to her music so I definitely recommend her. Her name's Activation Vibration. Again, she's on iTunes and like Spotify, I think. Yeah, yeah, she's on. Awesome. Um, but do you have do you have any other people that you recommend um, any of the listeners to kind of tune into? Um, in terms of like artists and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's so there's someone. So I actually funny thing. Um. So I was. Um, Activation Vibration actually Heather made a song with uh. He's a producer. His name is uh, Cosmic Quest. He makes more mm-hmm. like, kind of like chill, spacey music. Yeah. Um, and so I like was doing me- kind of like mentoring with him. Uh, or, I mean, he was oh, mentoring. Really? He was like teaching me stuff, and I was like looking, you know, how how to make four four hundred thirty two hertz and how to you know produce that mm-hmm. and make music with that, and I it was so cool because he said i inspired him to start just making (laughs) making making all his songs and that so i'm sure he's awesome he has a lot of cool music out now and then he's gonna start uh i believe posting stuff in 432 hertz like i think his um like some uh, project or like album or something that he's going to release is going to be all in 432 that's awesome that you got to like kind of get insight from him. What did you say his name was again? Oh, uh, his name Cosmic Quest. Cosmic Quest. Okay. Yeah, he has a song. It, I'm gonna have to listen. Do you know the song? Uh, it's called Casual Stardust. Yeah, I listened to that one a little bit. Yeah, that he he like produced the made the music for it and made the song. 
That's so cool. Yeah, her newest song, um, Messiah, I really, really love that Yeah, that that was awesome. Um, But, yeah, I think that's a good place to stop. It it was really, really nice, like, talking to you, and I I loved, like, seeing your perspective on this and kind of what what you have to to give to other people regarding music and sound healing. Uh, Is there anything else you kind of wanted to add at all? Um, not, yeah, not really. I think, I think we, uh, yeah, I think we covered a lot. (laughs) Yeah, just to, I would say to leave off with anything would be just to be, you know, that just to have that awareness of the fact that what you're listening to, how is it affecting you and what are you kind of like, just that means sound is powerful. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> if you get anything out of this episode, just know that sound does affect us and it is very powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, well, thank you so much, Andrew, for joining in. It was so nice talking to you. We should definitely do this again sometime. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. And thank you for having me on here. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so how did you like this discussion? I had so many chills going back and listening to this. I got so many goosebumps and just so many messages were coming through. Um, So I really hope you enjoyed this. I really hope you got something out of it. And if you liked this episode, definitely leave me a rating and review, share it with someone you love, or just message me and tell me how you feel after listening to it. I will see you and talk to you all very, very soon, but I thank you so much for your energy and your time, and thank you for just being you. Keep fueling the vibe.